Welcome to the fourth branch program. Glad you can make it. I am MD. This program is dedicated exclusively for those with common sense, a spirit of patriotism, and a determination for a more perfect union. Stay tuned as we begin the discussion of a very important, interesting, and enlightening topic. Hope to hear from you soon. Happy listening. You should be very concerned about two major news that are currently being debated in the public. Number one, the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh at, as the Supreme Court to replace Kennedy. And the second one is the declassification of top secret document by the president of the united states now why would that be of concern to you if you are an american citizen the current debate of the supreme court nominee brett kavanaugh in the news should be of concern to you because there is a new development an individual had accused Brett Kavanaugh of sexually harassing her. Now, by the description in the letter, it is more than just sexual harassment. In fact, if the description in the letter is correct, Brett Kavanaugh attempted to rape that individual. Now, before Friday, it was all but certain that Brett Kavanaugh was going to go to the Supreme Court as the next Supreme, as the next justice. However, that letter, which was held by Diane Feinstein for a couple of months, and she finally decided last week to turn the letter to FBI. And of course, FBI in turn just inserted the letter into Brett Kavanaugh's files at the White House. Now, once that was done, the information was leaked to the public. So we are very certain that the information was leaked by the White House. And the reason that we are that certain is because the letter was in Diane Feinstein's possession for two months and nobody was aware of it. And as soon as the letter was turned into FBI, who in turn put it in Brett Kavanaugh's file at the White House before anyone could blink, the information was leaked to the media. Now, it is almost certain that the information was leaked in order to damage the character of the individual who claimed that she was sexually assaulted by Brett Kavanaugh. By Saturday night, her name was revealed as Christine Blasey Ford. She is 51 years old, a professor at a university in California. And by Sunday, all hell broke loose Republicans were pushing back, thinking that Democrats must have used that as a ploy to derail 
Brett Kavanaugh nomination. Democrats pushing back, saying that there must be a hearing because if that information is correct, Brett Kavanaugh is not suited to become the next justice. So needless to point out what has been going on in Washington in regards to Brett Kavanaugh. But our focus is not so much in the story that it is in the debate that's currently going on between Democrats and Republicans trying to push Kavanaugh into the Supreme Court or preventing Kavanaugh from getting into the Supreme Court. Our system of government comprises three equal branches, the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judiciary branch, which is where Brett Kavanaugh is heading. And the legislative branch, it is the, Congre the Congress and the Senate who made uh, uh, the legislative branch. And of course, the executive branch is the presidency of the United States. Now, the problem is, should be of concern to any American. And the reason for that is because for the longest, it has been almost accepted that both the executive branch and the legislative branch are verily, very much involved in politics. So everything that happened at the White House or that happened in Washington in Congress, it is pretty much certain that there is a certain flavor of politics involved. However, the Supreme Court was supposed to be spared of any politics. Now, this is loosely speaking because, as it is pretty obvious, when a Democrat administration is in power, they usually tend to pick a judge who is more likely uh, uh, leaning Democrat, and Republican would do exactly the same thing. However, once the no nomination is done, usually this is over. The Supreme Court justice would go and try to uh, rule uh, and try to work as intended by the framers of the Constitution. But for the past three plus decades, that has changed drastically. Not only both Democrat and Republican administration have been choosing a Supreme Court justice who are leaning either Democrat or Republican, but also those Supreme Court justices have been pretty much involved in politics. When they speak before uh, the uh, nomination, when they speak during the nomination, and when they uh, rule in, on the bench, everything seems to gear towards saying that, you see, you put me there, I'm doing what you expected of me. And this is why I mentioned from the very onset that this particular piece of news should be of concern to all of us. And the reason for that is because the judiciary branch is not supposed to be doing anything that, that, that even has the hint that it's being done in order to support one party or the other. 
And the minute that it start happening, now we start losing trust in that branch of our government. And remember both the presidency and the legislative branch, there is not much trust in those two branches of the government because we know individual who go through those two branches of the government, they tend to be crooks, liars, cheaters. And now the only branch which is left that we that that has a certain level of trust, which at times it gets on our nerve because of the way that they rule. However, we still consider them as having a little bit of decency to still be able to rule without any concern for a particular political party. For the past three decades, however, we've been seeing a whole different ballgame Today, it has become so obvious by the way that the Supreme Court nominees behave that it is almost impossible to separate a Supreme Court nominee from a congressman or a senator. And that spell disaster for the country because the last branch of the government which used to hold a little bit of decency which used to hold a little bit of integrity now this is going out of the window and that ladies and gentlemen should be of concern to any American because someone whose word is final, this is not a small thing. When the Supreme Court Justice decides on any matter, this is over, this is final. There is nowhere else you can go to change that. That is a lot of power for a group of nine people to have and for those people not to be trusted. And as it stands today, we already have issues with the Supreme Court because every time that the Supreme Court decides on any matter, it seems that at least for the past decade or so, decisions have been made based on party affiliation. If the if the, the the Supreme Court if the justice was nominated by a Democrat, there is a greater likelihood that justice on the court is going to rule most of the time based on Democrat party, Republican party, vice versa. This is not comforting at all for the nation because this is one branch of the government which is not supposed to be involved in politics. 
yes they are they are human human being yes they have feelings they have their own thought their own ideologies all that is fine but as being a member of the Supreme Court justice a body of the government which has the last word in our on our lives which means those people those nine justices shape our lives all of our lives so this is not there should not be American the constituent both Democrat and Republican especially the masses they should they should really be very concerned about that simple fight because if you are only interested in what you only interested today let's just say for instance I'll give you a good example let's just say for instance today you come you are against LGBT so you are most likely looking for a judge for a justice who would rule on the bench against LGBT right because that's what you want that's what you're after it is actually very bad for anyone to want a justice to rule against a group just because you happen not to share the ideology or the lifestyle of that group and I can give you tons of example that clearly show when we behave that way we actually hurt the nation in very big ways how so you ask I'll give you an example that should be very easy to understand at some point in the past the Supreme Court ruled that blacks were only three-fifths of a person now I must say in all fairness that me as a black person sometimes I try to understand as to how how do we do we we elevate nine justices in other words we trust that those people they wiser than we are that's really what the judiciary branch supposed to be supposed to be to comprise of individual who are much wiser than we are individual who can see beyond what we the common folks cannot see they should be able to to take a look at things from a 30,000 uh, uh, feet view and yet in not too long ago it is uh, slavery was uh, abolished under Abraham Lincoln so we're talking about for a good what is it 80 plus years after the independence 
of the nation actually almost 100 years the Supreme Court ruled that blacks were three-fifths of a person now needless to tell you that when we look back and we trying to understand how in the world that you could have nine individual sitting on the Supreme Court and all of them could have been so wrong how could that be this is science has always provided enough information for at least individual who are supposed to be that smart or at that level should be able to use those information and rule accordingly now my example is to prove a very the, the, the very point that when you appoint justices based on what you the individual wants then on the bench the justices rule based on those on on the on the party that put them uh, on the bench so that was pretty much the same thing at that time the parties the party that put the justices on the bench believe because if you remember in the south there were a lot of black owners so they believe that it is okay slavery is okay was okay so they wanted justices who would support that so they put that kind of pressure on the politician at that time who in turn nominated justices who rule on the bench as the political party wanted so that's always bad whenever you're making decision about that particular body of the government and it is based on your narrow-minded view of the world then you're not only doing damage to that group but you're also doing greater damage to the nation and the example I just gave you it goes also for civil rights it goes also for women's rights it goes for a number of other cases in the nation's existence so I almost as a matter of fact I always cringe idea at the idea of people making decision about a Supreme Court nominee based on their own political ideologies because those the justices were supposed to be fully completely detached from politics and as long as we keep
you are choosing Supreme Court justice based on that type of ideology, all we're doing is we're taking the country further and further back. There is no way to prevent everybody from feeling a certain way. There is no way to say that you shouldn't feel a certain way. And there is no reason for me to. But when it comes to choosing or to pressure politician to choose a particular nominee for the Supreme Court, then there is a need for a certain degree of reflection on the future of the country. And when I say the future of the country, and I'm not talking about, I'm not, I'm not referring to an abstract idea here. Because your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids, yes, you may not be around, but your decision today what you decide to, to do today, whatever you decide, will impact your kids and your grandkids tomorrow. We know today that a number of individuals who would swear up and down, they hate LGBT, they hate homosexuality, only to find out a member of their family is actually in that group that they hate that much. So you pick nominee, justice nominees based on your narrow-minded view of how the world should be, what individual lifestyles should be, without any concern of how it impacts others and how it also will impact future generations including your own family. Example, Dick Cheney. I remember very clearly when George W. Bush was campaigning for the presidency of the United States during a debate, he made very clear where he stood. And there is nothing wrong with that because you stand for a, a lifestyle and which is okay, but you should not look at your way of life, your lifestyle as the, mod, the, the model that everybody else has to follow. And as I, as I mentioned earlier, it is throughout history, there are tons of examples when individuals of a particular group try to force their ideas, their ideology, their lifestyle on, other, on others only to find out that not only the other lifestyle could be equally as good or better than the lifestyle that they have and a lifestyle that they're trying to get rid of. 
So it is not up to anyone to do that. And much less so when you're choosing a justice for a lifetime appointment, that particular mindset should not be part of the equation. Because as much as that might please you, as much as you might want to cry victory when you succeed, your victory is only a very short lifespan. And if you were to be able to look into the future, you probably would have seen the type of damage that you have done by doing, by acting the way you did when you push a particular nominee versus another. Bring me back to Brett Kavanaugh. The United States of America is only a democracy as long as the rules of law are respected by everybody. Kings, emperors, queens, dictators, authoritarian, they don't have any rule to, to govern by. They have full power over everybody. They do not answer to anybody. That's the way it was before the world got rid of kings and queens. Yes, England still have a queen, but it's a whole different system because the queen doesn't run the country anymore. It's still say a a figure, a royal figure, but without the damage that kings and queens and emperors used to infringe on people. So those are the people who do not answer to anybody. America was built, was structured as a republic with a system, a democratic system. So it's not a kingdom, it's not a dictatorship, it's not authoritarianism. But Brett Kavanaugh believed that the president should not have to answer to the rule of law. Now, again, you may find comfort in you want Brett Kavanaugh for your own specific ideology. Without making any reflection as to what the, the long-term consequences that Brett Kavanaugh represent for the United States of America. It is actually extremely scary, especially to hear a judge, someone who's going to have the last word on our lives for that individual to believe. He wrote about it, he talked about it, he gave speech about it, that the President of the United States should not have to bend to the rule of law. I can tell you, Democrat or Republican, that should scare the hell out of you. Because 
anyone, any one individual on the street can say that and that would not bother me because everybody can say this is exactly the point I'm trying to make. This is the United States of America. It's a republic. It's a we have a democratic system. Anybody we have freedom of speech, freedom of expression. Anybody and everybody can say anything that they so wish. But someone who's going to sit on the Supreme Court, who's going to rule for a very long time on our lives, saying today that the president doesn't have to answer to any rule. Now, you may like the idea because maybe Donald Trump is your president. Donald Trump is the person you supported. What happened when it's no longer Donald Trump? Have you thought about that? Now, the reason it may sound good to you is because you have such a narrow view of things. You're only looking at today. But what happened when it's no longer Donald Trump? It is unfortunate when a Supreme Court justice rules a certain way, that Supreme Court set what we call a precedent. So if that governor makes it to the Supreme Court and a case about Donald Trump comes and he rules that Donald Trump doesn't have to answer to the rule of law, then automatically Brett Kavanaugh would have set a precedent. What that means is when the next president comes, they cannot rule differently for the next president because there is a precedent that says, according to the Supreme Court, the president does not have to answer to the rule of law. So how would you like that then? Would you be okay with that then? I'm fairly certain the answer is no. So that's why it is that important when you are choosing, especially individuals who are going to sit on the bench, on the Supreme Court, we cannot decide on that matter lightly because our lives our future the future generations the future of our grandkids of our great grandkids depend a lot on what those justices do that's why sometimes they rule a certain way and we don't like it because there was a precedent and they have to follow that precedent so the idea of Brett Kavanaugh should not be Democrat don't like it and Republican like it but rather how is Brett Kavanaugh going to impact our lives Democrat and Republican alike how is that going to happen 
Now, if you believe and you can see the importance of not letting drastic changes like that impact the future of the country, that is, if you are concerned about the future of the country. Because all that I'm saying may have no value to you because if you are not concerned about the country, if you couldn't care less about the future generation, then all you're hearing is gibberish. But if you are an American citizen and a patriot, someone who is concerned, who is interested in the future of your children, of your grandchildren, this is not a matter you can take lightly and this is not a matter you should just run through because it is that important. And Brett Kavanaugh, usually you may have a justice who may make it difficult for you to make up your mind because the justice could be uh, somewhat fair in a sense because they ruled this way on this occasion, that one, that occasion, and so on. So when they come for a their uh, the nomination, then it may not be as easy to make up one's mind. But Brett Kavanaugh doesn't give that kind of problem. He has been very consistent as to where it's, he stands. He declared that president should not have to answer to the rule of law. And per our constitution, and that's what boggled the mind. He's supposed to be, he's supposed to, to actually translate the constitution for the rest of us. And the constitution is actually quite clear. Nobody is above the law. And yet, Brett Kavanaugh seemed to think otherwise. So put differently, he will bypass the Constitution and rule in favor of president not abiding by the rule of law. Question. Why would you want somebody like that to shape the nation? Why would you want an individual who think that way to shape the nation? I personally don't. I'll be right back. Fourth Branch Podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the People Branch publication, which can be found on the People Branch website, located at peoplebranch.org. That's P-E-O-P-L-E-B-R-A-N-C-H dot org. That's peoplebranch.org org website in which you will find a number of very interesting articles. My name is Mike Duchenne, MD for short. 
I hope you have a great afternoon or a great evening, whichever it happens to be. Hopefully, you can join me again next time for another interesting episode of this podcast. That was the fourth branch, live from New York. Good day. Good day.